If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There once was a man from Nantucket. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I don't get poetry. We'll talk about that in a second. I wish I got it better. I'm trying. Uh, but first, we got a child car salesman. Is that what we have, Michael? Yeah, it's a three-year-old. And, uh, the Three? Car, no, yeah, it's young. Trying to sell you a Subaru. <laughs> no, it's hard to get workers these days, you know? That's true. If you got to dip down into the preschool crowd to get the job done, that's what you do. Everyone, check out the brand new WS STI. This is the torque days of the race. Day Let's check out the engine. This has tubes. Let's check out the inside. This is the story. This is the car. And this is the torsional. This is the hyperdrive. Let's do a close shot. I couldn't really understand any of it, so I... I understood a few words. A in difficult there. time, but that's what you have to do with little kids. You well, pick out true. the words. If they're your kid, you can understand every word they say. Right. But if they're somebody else's kid, you just—it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask you again. What sort of payment can you get me for this thing? <laughs> I'm walking away from this deal. See me leaving? Wait, 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 wait! Now let's talk. Let me ask my boss. So why am I talking about poetry, our friend? Tim Sandifer, Tim the lawyer, who's been on the Armstrong and Getty show for years, who's now somewhat nationally famous for a whole bunch of different things. He is also a published poet, and he's got a new book out, Some Notes on the Silence, Poems by Tim Sandifer. And if you like poetry, you should check it out. I'm going to read it. He inscribed it, which is cool, which means if he wins the Nobel Prize for Literature someday, it'll be worth something. So that's that's what I get out of it. Um, I got on a poetry. So you're going to sell your friend's book for profit? Absolutely. So I got on a poetry kick a year or so ago, and uh, really got into it for a while, and subscribed to a poetry magazine, and 
went to anthologies that list the greatest poems and blah blah. Some of them I some of them I really dig and I, I think I understand them and like they're 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 moving in a way that is hard to describe. I mean it's like it has an effect on you emotionally that you can't even figure out why. Why? Why does it? I guess that's the I guess that's the magic in the way poems are constructed. But the non-rhyming, the lines end at random places. There are no capital letters or punctuation type poems. I don't mm-hmm. know how to read them. I don't know. You know, I don't know how to interpret them, and I just I feel stupid. That, that's probably that's probably one thing that has kept me away from poetry my whole life. Is it makes me feel stupid, and who wants to feel stupid? Hey, let's uh, get out a book and feel stupid again this afternoon. You know, I just don't feel like yeah, that very often. That might underlie some of my uh, not getting into it very much. I've tried, and I just, I don't get much out of it, and I've, I find it a little bit frustrating. Maybe there is a little inferiority complex, but you're better off playing a minuet for a dog, really, than <laughs> putting a great poem in front of me. You just, I just, I don't get it. I don't get most of it. Yeah. I've read Tim's uh, stuff, by the way, and it's beautifully crafted. I mean, is. His way with words is uh, it's unmistakably uh, sophisticated and, and really he's obviously crafts it very, very carefully. I'm just not sure I get it. <laughs> in fact, I'm sure I don't. And then early on in my poetry binge last year, remember, I discovered that the whole The Road Not Taken famous poet poet poem that will be repeated a hundred times here next month as graduation ceremonies happen all across America doesn't mean at all what people think it means, which I find hilarious. And then the author was perplexed by, why do people think this? It doesn't mean that taking the road less traveled is the key to everything. No, it, the, the point of it is it doesn't make any difference. That's his whole point. Hmm. But anyway, that's a different topic for a different time. So he's a nihilist, huh? The poem that struck me the hardest and got me back into thinking I'm just dumb was the famous poem poem the red wheelbarrow which i came across one anthology that had it as the greatest poem of the 20th century it was written Mm. in 1923 now you're talking by a guy named uh williams williams carlos williams sounds like a made-up name for a (laughs) made-up poem and it's uh and if it's not the greatest poem of the 20th century, it's still, it's certainly among the most talked about. It's in your top five of any anthology you come across ever. It won't take me long to read it, trust me. It's just a couple of lines long. I remember Positive Sean believed strongly that anybody named, for instance, William Williams was not to be trusted. <laughs> Are you ready to hear the entire Red Wheelbarrow, the greatest poem of the 20th century? Hit us. And I'll stop... At the breaks, the way it's written. I don't know if that helps you understand it or hurts, but. I once had a red wheel barrow. It thrilled me down to my marrow. It carried the dirt. It carried the leaves that I collected from under the eaves. Damn, I miss my old red wheel barrow. Okay, so that reminds me. Have some respect. I was reciting my poetry. This is one of the reasons that poetry pisses me off and I've never really gotten into it. I felt like. I was sick the day 
in school that they explained how poetry works. Was I sick that day, or did they just never explain it? So you start as a kid with all these rhyming poems, and then at some point, like middle school or junior high or high school, you're told that, no, the rhyming poems are for morons. The real poems are these that don't rhyme. And, well, okay, when did that happen? I missed the day that that happened, where rhyming poems became for stupid people, and the real poetry doesn't rhyme. Okay, then tell me what the hell this is, but they never did it in my school. Well, it was once explained to me uh, somewhat archly that that's not poetry you're talking about. That's verse. Like most song lyrics are verse. That's not poetry. All right. Sorry. I missed that day of school where they explained that or how you're supposed to read these damn things. But here we go with the red wheelbarrow. And again, I'll pause at the breaks, I guess, to help you out soon. And Michael, you'll be the judge of whose was better, mine that I just made up (laughs) off the cuff or this one. All right. <laughs> well, and, and where they put the breaks is like, you know, half or more of the poem. So mm. it's very important. So much depends upon a red wheel barrow glazed with rain, water, beside the white chickens. That's the end. I'm not pausing there. That was the end. That's the whole thing. Is it, like, shaped like a wheelbarrow in print, or... Uh... No, every line is three words, then one underneath it. Then three words, then one underneath, three words, one underneath, three words, one underneath. Maybe that helps you. But I'll read it again a little faster. Okay. So much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. now okay. I, I just actually opened it up on my little computer over here. I'm I trying to think... I don't like laying myself out uh, as a dumb guy. I also don't like, you know, self-deprecation for self-deprecation sense. Uh, But I got to say, I do not get that. Me neither. And why it is the greatest poem of the entire 20th century? Sorry, I can't help you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't decide if I even have the energy to ask these questions because I'm not sure how much I care about the answer. But perhaps you can email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Just as a guy who knows his word around a sentence, just a prose, not, not poetry, as I've made clear. The whole so much depends. Then break. Next line is upon. Okay. I can see where maybe you're, I don't know, trying to keep me in suspense or something like that. But the next two stanzas, I guess you'd call them, a red wheel, then barrow. Then the next line is glazed with rain, water. Wheelbarrow and rain water are essentially compound words. They're not written as compound words, but one modifies the other. They're a single thought. You would never say them out loud and separate them. Well, right, because that, that that would be insane. They're a single concept. Um, so dividing them in half is genius. White chickens, okay, but the 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 rainwater in the wheelbarrow. I, I just I set I don't know out what you're a trying mouse to do. trap. Uh, I don't know what you're trying to do either. If you want Why? to catch mice, I'd respond. <laughs> Why'd you find mice turds in your kitchen? <laughs> so if you want to do something that's kind of fun, if you're into this sort of thing, there are lots of websites where people mock this poem. There are Reddit threads. I mean, they're just, you know. I'm sure there are. 
doing their own version of these. Because, And I guess if you're sophisticated, like I'm sure Tim would just say, well, you're just dolts. You just don't get it. I mean, it's great art. It's beautiful. It's it's genius. And you just don't get it. To which I'd say, yeah, I don't know. what I'm more interested in why I don't get it than the fact of what's to get. Like, I don't, why don't I get it? What's different about my brain or education or or whatever that makes me not get it? I, that's what I find fast. And what else am I not getting? What else am I not getting since I don't get that? Yeah, I wonder. I'm I not, feel like I'm missing something, like I've got a blind spot. I'm not obstinate enough to claim, no, it's not great, and you guys are all stupid. I'm assuming that you've all agreed upon this because you think it's, I don't know. Or is it all pretense? I don't is it know. all, yeah. Well, let's let's take a look at it as a statement of fact. So much depends upon a red wheelbarrow glazed with rainwater beside the white chickens. How can that possibly be? Why don't you get a bucket and carry whatever you need in the bucket? Or just take a lot of trips with a full shovel full? It's a waste of time. But if the wet red wheelbarrow that so much depends upon breaks, there are like 20 other ways to get the crap from here to there. So I don't understand the issue at all, much less dividing the words in the way you did. I just I feel like William Carlos Williams, who really ought to go by another name, uh, he's just <laughs> dicking with me. I think he is just dicking with me. Okay, so assuming he's not... Okay. Why do you think you don't get it? Is it intelligence? Is it sophistication? Is it a certain way people's brains work? It's almost got to be the latter. I have a reasonable idea of what my IQ is. I love symphonic music. I uh, I like I love abstract art. So it's not like I need everything spelled out for me. I do. But abstract poetry- art is stupid. Utterly mystified. You're stupid. You're a stupid, stupid head. You're stupid. Now that's a good retort. Uh, Talk about chucking pearls before swine. Oink, oink. I spend five days a week working with the comfort of an adequate merkin. Well, wow. I guess that's it. That is clever. Wow, that's got to go on your greatest hits. Oh, my God. Adequate. What a great choice of words. (laughs) Not a great one. I dream of the day I can afford a really good one. (laughs) Michael, that could be your greatest moment. All right, I'll retire tomorrow.